Welcome to the fundamental interconnectedness of all things. My name is Jeremy. And Jeremy's wearing a very nice hat. I'm Eric. Is it a fedora, or is it just? It sure looks like a. Fedora. Or is it just a dinner cap? Uh, dinner? No. I don't know. It's, it looks like an Al Capone fedora. Hey. Yeah. Oh no no! It looks like uh, Laurel Hardy. Moretti. Bira Moretti. Oh. Oh, it is. Well, that's kind of more like a fedora. No. Well, what's the definition of a fedora? You got a kink in the middle though. No, it's got the bow. Yeah. Ooh, check out. Check out. You're there. Uh, what's this dude's you, name? Oh, just yeah. Bira Moretti. You Mr. are there. Moretti? I am. You could just call me La Rosa. The Italian uh, Pope. You're the... Uh, wow. There it is. Heads up. It is the Moretti his, his hat. His peak is a little bit higher, though. Well, that's because he's... And he's got... And he's his... Well, and it's almost kind of got like this Western thing where like the front, it doesn't oh, have an upper rim. Well, you could play around with that. I you could. could I don't bend want that to. Around. I kind of like the... You like that lip? kind of like this lip. I'm just going to let it, it be like this from the rain. That's right. It collects all the rain. So we have a... Uh, We've got a special treat for you, Schlitz, today on, uh, on the fundamental interconnectedness of all things. Uh, we've talked in the past about having a guest on the show. Hello, and we've actually been able to get ourselves a guest, and and, and a quite notable guest. Uh, Eric is going to uh, step away so he can run the mixing board uh, because, uh, well, our mixing board can only handle two people. We're gonna get we're gonna get our guest on the phone. Uh, and, and Eric, do you have any idea who, who our guest is? I booked him, and I didn't tell you who Pee he Pee-wee Herman? No, no, we he could get him. Paul Rubens, he would be he would be good. Paul Rubens? Yeah. You know, I would have thought that. I watched uh, Pee-wee's Big Adventure once, and I turned the commentary track on. He's not a funny dude. No? You'd think he would have been just super hilarious, but not very funny. He's just kind of wryly He's just kind of like, yeah. Oh, remember when we did the bike scene? Yeah, that was hard. Whew. Glad we're not doing that again. <laughs> you know, it was like, ooh. I expected wow. him to get into character. So Bob, anyways. Bob or Doug McKenzie? Bob the Plumber? Joe the Plumber? That's right. We got Joe the Plumber on the line. Sweet. And this might be a stretch. So why don't you, uh, why don't you relinquish the mic and, uh, and uh, go, go run the mixing board, and, and we'll get him here on the phone here, and uh, let's see if, we can, uh, see, see if we can get him here. Oh, are you there? Joe, Joe, are you there? Hello. Hi. Uh, how are you? I'm good. It's uh, it's an honor to have you on the fundamental interconnectedness of all things. Have you listened to our show before? No. Oh. Uh, do do you have a computer? Yes. Oh, do you listen to podcasts? I do not. I oh. don't know what they are. Oh. What uh, what do you do with your computer? I have email. Oh. Do you, well, I, I have to imagine that you must have received a lot of email after yesterday's debate. I mean, you were mentioned quite a bit. I was told not to check my email. <laughs> and who told you that? The, I have a handler now. Really? When did you get the handler? Was that was that last night, before the debate, after the debate, or this morning? It was. It was. What is today? Well, today's uh, what, uh, today's Thursday. The debates were Wednesday, so. It was it was Wednesday. Uh, they contacted me at home. Really? Now, what did they tell? What did they say to you? I mean, did you know that? Now, you were at a uh, Barack Obama uh, a rally, and you were asking him some tough, well, some questions. Maybe not tough, but you were asking him some questions about taxes because you were concerned about the his tax uh, uh, increase that may affect you if at one point you want to own your own plumbing business. So, did you know that McCain was actually going to bring you up? I had no idea. Really? So what did the handlers call to tell you? They said I should not take any calls and that they would they would route all the information that I needed to know through them. Now how how did now we called you? <laughs> how did you uh how did I mean was this did the, the handlers let you go or I mean are, are you off the leash or is that can I can I say leash? <laughs> I don't want to infer that you're a dog. They didn't by feel hands. that this was a threat. Oh, okay. Well, they must have been looking at our listenership stats. <laughs> Believe me, Joe, you're free to say whatever you want to on this show. There's only about seven people out there. That America listen. rocks. 
Well, yes, it does. Uh, America's the best country on earth. So you did not watch the debates? America does not need higher taxes. Okay. Uh, did you did you watch the debates? When were they on? <laughs> uh, well, they, they were on yesterday. Did your handlers not tell you, give you a schedule? or? Have I you, didn't think it was that important. Do you watch the McCain's news? McCain's going to win. Okay. McCain is our next president. Okay. How, how do you... Uh, McCain what, Palin. Yeah. Country uh, wh- first. Plumbers you, first. Uh, so I, I also have, in my notes here, I, I see that you're not really a plumber. You're you're a plumber's assistant. So are you kind of... How that's, does that make that's, you... I'm, I'm working my way up. Okay. So how, tell me how that works. Is there like a plumber apprenticeship? I mean, do you have to... There is. I've gone through... Uh, I'm not quite the journeyman apprentice. Journeyman oh. yet. I'm an apprentice. And what's a journeyman? A journeyman is after an apprentice. And okay. then you become a, you can become a master. So is it like flight years. where there's like a certain amount of hours you got to plumb before you can be a master plumber? Two years. Plumber? Two oh, years okay. of apprenticeship and then two years of journeyman. And then you can go out and, and work. And most most plumbing shops will have most mostly journeyman plumbers oh. and a lot of apprentices like me. And they'll have... Uh, Depending on the size of the business, they'll have only one master plumber. Okay, okay. So how many other uh, uh, apprentices or journeymen or, or whatever are working at with you currently? Well, I work in a company that has 27 other employees, and wow. there are 17 apprentices. Now, Obama's plan calls for raising taxes on people that make over $250,000 and cutting taxes for people that make less than that. That's a lie. Oh. <laughs> okay. D- uh, is that something you read? He's going to raise taxes... For every single American. But he says in his plan, and he's got it documented on his website and a number of advertisements that he's run, that that's not the case. That's not true. Okay. Let's switch gears just a little bit. Uh, what do you... Uh, where do you get your data from? Where, what do you listen to? What keeps you politically... Where did you get that hat? Uh, uh, this, it's my Moretti hat. How can you see me? You're on the phone. Oh, did we fax down the picture? We must have faxed down the picture. I can't believe we got that fax machine running. I can't believe we're using faxes this day and age. But you know what? You wouldn't check your email, so you probably didn't get the JPEG I sent you either. Okay, Joe. I don't really Joe. pay too much attention to any of that stuff. Oh, see, so, uh, when you're doing your plumbing, you don't have, like, your favorite, uh, uh, maybe... Uh, I listen to Rush Limbaugh. Okay, okay. And what is Rush saying these days? About the truth. Okay. <laughs> Do you care to elaborate, Joe, the plumber? Everything he says is is right on for America. He's, okay. He loves America just like I do, and he believes in the in the power of America and that it's. The Do you best believe that Barack Obama does not love America? I'm not quite sure what to make of Barack Obama. Okay. I I don't I can't believe what they say about him. He he kind of scares me. Why does he scare you? Well, he he cavorts with terrorists. Well, that's been uh, disputed many times and repudiated uh, many more times. But he's, you don't, he's you don't wasn't born that? in the United States. He was born in Hawaii. He was born overseas. <laughs> well, that's tr- technically true, uh, but Hawaii is considered uh, part of the United States of America. He's young. He's too young. He doesn't have any experience. He's only an apprentice. I couldn't be president. Oh. I'm not a master. So you couldn't go out tomorrow and start your own plumbing business? Do you feel that you don't have enough experience to do that? Not tomorrow. <laughs> what about what about Monday? I need I need my journeyman <laughs> at least. I could do I could do small plumbing work. I okay. could start my own business and and help help people in America. With their plumbing needs. I, well, can, Joe, I can put a toilet in. we got to wrap this thing up. Uh, we're running out of time for this segment of the first interview of the TFI cast. I want to thank you for being a guest. And I just have one final question for you. Uh, I have a pee trap in my house, and I was wondering if I could uh, get you to come up here to Wisconsin and uh, replace that for me. It'll cost you $57 an hour. Okay. Well. Plus uh, expenses. I'll have, plus travel time. I'll have our people call your people. You can call my boss. I'll do that. Joe, thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Hey, Eric, are you back? Can you come back? Well, that was uh, 
That was pretty crazy, wasn't it, Eric? Yeah. Joe is quite the guy. Really elaborative there on his... Uh, Kind of a dull dude. Yeah. Although I was, I was pretty excited that he didn't go off on any like crazy, uh, you know, Iraq or right wing uh, uh, tangents. You know, he, he was, didn't he, sound like he uh, would have had too much to say about it. Anyway. <clears throat> you know, he kept it on the, uh, he kept it on the straight and narrow there. So you know, that was kind of cool. I guess uh, I, I can't believe he accepted my invitation to do an interview. Yeah, how, I wonder how that even worked. I don't know. Well, I mean, we just called him, and he said yes. It just must have slipped through the wire somehow. <laughs> his handlers, his handlers have... are gonna be pissed tomorrow. Although I, I don't think I wrote him too hard. You, uh, you didn't ask him many hard questions at all. You should have pushed him harder. You think so? Oh hell yeah! You should have got him riled up. That's what McCain was trying to do with the Barack. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I kind of felt bad for the guy. You know, I don't want to step all over him. Oh, Joe. You know, it's kind of like the Sarah Palin effect. You know, you don't want. The media doesn't want to ask her the tough questions. Well, because, but you got to get you know, them riled up because then you get the truth. You know, because if if they're if they're wearing their 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 cotton candy overlay, uh -huh. you know, and you and you let them walk through the mall with that cotton candy overlay, you're never gonna know who they really are. You gotta you gotta spit water on them and, and get them angry so that that cotton candy will melt away and figure out who they really are. There's a metaphor for you, huh? Spitting water, on piss them. piss on them. Piss, piss on, on it. <laughs> piss on them and uh, you know get them to show their true colors. That's that's how you. That's if, when emotion comes up and rears its head. That's when you get honest, straight from brain to mouth response. Now people like Joel or was that his name? Jo well, I was thinking Bob because I worked with a guy, Bob the plumber. Oh, Bob the plumber. Sure. Bob the plumber. Shout out to Bob the plumber if you're listening. Bob, if you're listening. I'm sure if, if we get picked up by the Rush Limbaugh, uh, <laughs> the Rush Limbaugh affiliate. Yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure working he'll on be that. listening. I'm working on that. But uh, yeah, that's the way he was. I mean, he was, he had his, he had his persona, you know, and he was, he was this guy. He was a plumber, and he would answer his plumbing questions and whatnot. But if once Rush came on, he became a whole different person. It was like, it was like. Giving him a hit of crack cocaine, and all of a sudden, oh, you, you get all totally fiery, yep. like, oh, get all fire. Oh, liberals make me so angry. Oh, and he, we would, yeah, I mean, the electricians and the carpenters, and everybody would say, Bob, shut this crap off. You know, we're sick of this. We, uh -huh. we don't want to hear this. We don't want to hear this. We don't. And it would get to the to the foreman, to this to the uh, you know the the guy that was running the the show. He was the, the construction manager of the house or whatever. And they would they would actually come in and say, Bob, you got to shut this stuff off. Nobody else likes this when you're listening to this. And so he. would He'd go up into one of the bathrooms in the house and <laughs> shut himself in for two hours, you know, when it only took him, whatever, an hour or half an hour to put a toilet in or whatever. He'd shut himself in that room for two hours and... Listen to the rush? Yeah. Organize his toolbox or something. And he would, you know, and we would get into it sometimes. I gotta say, uh, this Schlitz, we're drinking Schlitz, the 60s That's formula, damn. folks. Good. Uh, it tastes yeasty. You think? Yeah. I can't taste anything. Oh, really? I don't think I should be able to because my allergies are going crazy. Probably because of this cat-infested chair that I'm Ooh. sitting on. Yeah, you pulled the whole you pulled the whole cat off of that thing. I don't know. I, maybe my taste is going, but uh, well, I smelled pumpkin when I walked in your house here. Sure. And we don't have pumpkins here. That's crazy. And so. apparently, the burgers that Carrie made for dinner tonight were laced with garlic. She's like, "So, what'd you think of the burger?" I'm like, "What? What? <laughs> garlic burgers? I put a ton of garlic." And I'm like, "Huh? I don't know. I didn't even taste it." Huh. I had no idea, no idea. Of course, I ate uh, like three quarters of a freaking Little Caesars pizza for lunch. That didn't help. That probably wow. dulled me down for the day. Uh, five dollar, five dollar. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I walked over there. Oh, it was perfect too, because oh, you get your exercise too. I, <laughs> I had to walk across East Wash. Yeah. With that new thing. Yeah. And it just well, like, East Wash is like six lanes or something. Oh, so it's a long, I mean, it's a big street. So. If I wouldn't hit the lights right, I would I would have had to stand there for five minutes, you know. But yeah. I walked directly over there. Got my pizza, walked directly back. Just perfect timing. It was amazing. It was amazing. So what else do we got going on? Uh, the economy. The only thing I had planned was the Joe thing. So I was kind of, uh, you know, counting on you to carry the rest of the show. I mean, that was not an easy feat to get Joe on the phone. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I, mean, I had to pay long distance there? fees. What, what, how did you get it? I mean, did they flash his number? Up on the, did you did you hack his YouTube account or something? He lives in a small city in, uh, uh, what is it, Ohio? or uh, Ohio, I think. And I, I just called the small city director, and I'm like, do you have the number for Joe the plumber? And they're like, oh. I mean, you think he'd, like, he'd be caught up in all this <coughs> wish wash. Right oh, his now, line you know? was busy. For the majority of the day, but I did. I caught a window where 
where his you mom set your computer program up to keep redialing, redialing, redialing. Yeah, redialing. Like, yeah, yeah. I got what was the that movie War Games? Remember that really? Yep. Wow. Where it just kept dialing one more number. Yeah, I grabbed the uh, I, uh, Ohio phone book and just started dialing the numbers in there. Yep, that's what Is I this did. Joe? Is it, or all the Joes? Is this Joe? Joe the plumber? Click. <laughs> yeah. Well, did they ever say actually what, uh, <laughs> what? What, what company he works for? They didn't say what company he worked for. They did say his last name. I can't remember. They did or they didn't? They did. I don't remember Biden. Joe Biden. That'd you be an odd coincidence. You know who it? else I wanted to get on the line, but I just couldn't get it coordinated? I wanted to get Fat Joe, Bastard. Joe Sixpack. Oh. That's who I wanted to get on the line. I wanted to have a night he was, with Joe's. That was Joe's Sixpack, though, wasn't it? I no. mean, isn't Joe Sixpack the typical American? American? I typical to get American? I Joe Sixpack that uh, Palin was talking about. Because Palin was talking about Joe Sixpack way before they met Joe the Plumber. Well, okay, see, now, when... when I've heard this 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 elusive character. I've heard of this elusive character that has been spoken <laughs> of this Joe Sixpack. And uh-huh. what what builds into my mind? Now, don't take me wrong here. I'm not a sexual deviant, but uh-huh. uh, not that. Well, anyways, I think of like the guy on the cover of the fireman's calendar. You know, who's uh-huh. got like a six pack. Oh, oh, like ribbed out, <laughs> like, like, like Joe Sixpack. Yeah. Anyhow, okay, well, let's turn this podcast around because it's gone the wrong direction. We got, uh, we got uh, <coughs> that 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 movie. That was a good movie. Uh huh. That uh, <coughs> what movie? That movie on the internet. The one about the uh, the the slasher movie. The 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 zombie so, movie. Oh, I never actually, choose your own adventure. That was cool. I didn't watch that. I I played that. that thing for an hour, well, and I sh- killed myself like. There was like nine possible deaths. I think I died seven of the nine times. Well, that's a shout out to Adam. What, what was it called? It was called. Uh, I don't remember, but it was very cool. You just type in zombie movie, choose your own, boom. And oh, okay. Go. Well, Adam Ford, you can find it. Sorry, excuse me. Sorry. Oh, there's the garlic. <clears throat> what we need to do, I, I've decided, is uh, Adam, I don't share most of these with you, and I probably should, uh, <clears throat> is after our podcast, Adam is one of our loyal listeners, probably our only loyal listener. There Except are more, Emily. There what are about Emily? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the guy from Japan, right? Or Iowa. Via oh yeah, Japan. yeah, yeah. Uh, his name is Rob. One. Probably not listening anymore. Probably not. He's like, oh, that last Menard show was so bad. <laughs> oh, that, that plumber thing. Oh, the plumber thing. Well, they had me with the Menards thing, but the plumber thing. Wow, that was. <laughs> he wrote back. He was like, Menards started in. <laughs> no, in no, that was a different Iowa, guy. It was a different guy who here and then went there. And it's just it's spreading across the Midwest. That was a guy named Zach, who whose podcast I do listen to. It's called Misinformation. They're pretty funny. He was the one that provided the history of Menards, which I also thought was kind of funny. Anyhow, uh, what was I going to say? Where was I? I'm totally lost now. Um, uh, Adam. Oh, Adam. <clears throat> so he sends me all of these links after we do our podcast. For example, uh, in one of our podcasts, we talked about the amount of brain power one uses. Oh, right, right. You sent me that. And he sent, yeah, and I, I, it's one of the few that I have sent you. He sent me an article. Uh, right away about well in fact we use all of our brain and there was a big well, long but then article. I came back and said that uh, I skimmed through that article and came back and said that uh, we, we there is there are portions of the brain that are kind of kind of on, on, on low run mode Reserves. or whatever yeah and Back and up. if and if you if, if there's like a, a severe trauma to the head other parts and, of your brains will take it over. will take over yeah you can actually yeah so well that you makes, can actually operate with I think that that might be the, the that makes sense because like or whatever they say like you know you lose two eyes your ears get superhuman strength not superhuman strength but oh yeah well of course two I mean better. okay think of your brain as like a computer that has no input or output devices it's it's sitting there and it's like full of potential but if you're Christopher Reeves, who's now dead, but if right. you if you were Christopher Reeves like five years ago or whatever with this spinal injury, <clears throat> you're sitting there. And actually, this was an interesting article. I don't remember where I read this, but they say – oh, it was in Discovery Magazine. They say um, that up to – I'm not even going to throw out a number here. I'm going to say a large percentage of the people that, that they believe are completely brain dead uh-huh. are actually – they just – there's no way for them to, to move or communicate in any way. Uh-huh. And they're just stuck in their heads. Which, well, can you imagine that? That's like that dude, the wheelie guy, who talks like this through his wheelchair. And he's very smart and has a new theory. On oh, Stephen physics. Hawking. Yes. No, it's different even than that. Well, he because can move. He can move. Yeah, he can move. What well, can he move? He can, he can move his hand, I think, or his oh, eyes I think or he, something. I think that's like all he can move is his hand. Right, right. But there's some people that are like completely, yeah. completely gone. That would suck. But they say that like, and some of them are completely gone, but some of them actually, 
So they have these they have these things now where they build these helmets that actually that actually can recognize brain waves. So when you see an A flash on the screen, your your brain will give out a, a particular brain wave uh-huh. that the computer will pick up over and over and over when it sees this A. So eventually, when you think A, when that person will think A, the whoops, signal will go the off. The signal will go off, and it will move the cursor to the A on the sure, computer. Sure. It, it ha- it's like an interactive thing. Sure. But uh, yeah, where was I going with this? Um, oh, imagine your brain as like a computer in a box with no input or output, right? And it's stuck. It has no communication with the world. Your brain basically is that computer that has that its input-output devices, like its printer, its monitor, its 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 um, USB ports, are your eyes, your your five senses basically. Uh-huh. Your 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 eyes, your seeing, your your touching, your fingers and your hands or whatever. Your ears, your hearing, your your nose for smelling, and your and what's the other one? Your ears for hearing. What, did I already say yeah, that? Yeah, there's, there's five. That. There's five senses. Touch, smell, taste. Whatever. Telepathy. You know, they're all out there. Whatever. whatever. Anyways. So those are the only ways that your brain gets input. And without that input, you're... That's it. You're nothing. So now imagine an evolving system within itself. Like a computer probably couldn't do this. Like if it it lost one of its input-output devices, it wouldn't like... You know, well, actually, this is maybe a good metaphor because if you lost... If you lost your uh, USB cable capabilities on your motherboard, uh-huh. well, there'd be another way to get the data into that into that computer, like via the uh, the, the Ethernet cable or something sure. else. Sure. So you would start using that one a lot more, and you might actually like if you were a programmer, you'd probably write some software so that it would streamline the the ability for the computer to to organize and and receive data through that port instead of the more commonly use USB, right? Sure. Well, which is exactly what your brain does, but it does it all automatically. Sure. You know what I mean? You actually rewrite that software in your head, but you don't know that you're doing okay. it. Your brain does it for itself because it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a wound healing with right. response response response. So back to the topic, I wanted to give Adam like a little uh, chunk of the website somehow. I don't really know how, so that the his little talkback uh, links that he sends out that I enjoy. Adam keeps sending out those links because they are educational. And sometimes they're funny. Sometimes they're uh, poignant, I guess. Uh, and give him... Poignant. Poignant. <laughs> That's the French pronunciation. Poignant. When I was younger... Uh, That's the Polish. Kelly, no. You know Kelly, right? <clears throat> he looked at me one day. Bony hands. And he said, uh, out of the blue, for no reason, he's like, Jeremy. You're cute. You're so naive. And I'm like, naive? <laughs> Such naive. a naive. Naive? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that's totally off topic. Hopefully Kelly doesn't listen, or maybe he will listen and find that funny. I don't know. One of the two. It's he's that so was yes. Uh, look for a new part of the web page for the three of you that oh, visit links? the web page for uh, Adam's links. Make Adam's him links. Uh, a part of the show, a more of a part of the show, since we really haven't had uh, any. Well, it'd be pretty easy to put a hyperlink in the course because you write a pretty big thing there. Yeah, that's, yeah. And you can put hyperlink. I'd like to make it more right? pr- prominent though. So we'll work on. We'll flesh out the details. Oh, I found a really cool website today. Um, oh, well, actually, I just kind of... This is my favorite thing to do when I get... When people email your websites. Remember that thing that that, uh, that Carrie, I think, sent us? That 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 little game thing? Where yeah. You, and then you said that you... I was retarded. 15 or something. Yeah. Well, I, I play with that, and then I was like, wow, this... I like websites like this, you know? And usually what I'll do is I'll erase, like, the, the dot... Slash dot slash, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. and I'll go just to the website, and right. then I'll see what else they have. And I did that, and the guy has like he's a woodworker out of California, and he have, did you go to this? No, it's amazing. The guy's built all these crazy things. He built a um a uh, what's 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 a binary a wooden binary adding machine with marbles that goes up to sixty four k. Really, it's amazing. I mean, you, you, he's like, all right, now, and there's a YouTube video <clears throat> of it working. Really? He, he puts you put a marble in the in the 18s or in the 16, the 4 and the 1. Right. And you push the button and it goes click boom and they fall over and then you push the add button and then whoop, it adds it up. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> wow. Like I built this thing out of wood. That's crazy. Yeah. It's huh. really cool. So you can put a link to that because that was really Well, there was also there's here's another site if you like those sites. Uh, it's called fantasticcontraption.com. Is it like Rube Goldberg machines? 
Sort of. You have an object that you need to get from point A to point B, and then you've got all these other shapes. Uh, and some are moving tires, some of them are lines or whatever. So you have to build a contraption that will deliver this object to point B. Okay, sure. And it, it I got pretty far into it, and then I got totally stumped on this one. I, I don't remember what, exactly what you had to do. It's not the hardest game in the world, is it? What do you mean? Well, there's there's one that's called the hardest game no. in the world. No. You ever go there? Uh-uh. Well, and it's like... You start out, and you're, you have to just move this cursor dot through this maze or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then it gets harder and harder, and then it gets totally impossible. But the the point is is that you're supposed to, like, write write a little code to, to like, uh, circumnavigate the, 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 the barriers. That's the that's the point of the game, oh. is that you, have to, that you have to know how to write oh. PHP or whatever. To, no. And so there's all these different people that have, like... Come up with these unique ways Written to program. Like, okay, oh, now you can move it super fast, or you can, you if you roll the cur- cursor this way, you can slow down the bars, or you know whatever. <laughs> no, fantastic contraption is just little shapes. You just move them, and of course, it does. Like any game, gets progressively harder and harder and harder. And up to this one where you have to get the little block from the left side of the screen to the right side of the screen. But before you get the block in there, this big ball falls on top of it. So the only thing I can work out is I need to create a contraption that like flings this device over there, but I haven't quite worked out the mechanics of it. I'll have to show you the site. It's pretty cool. It flings it and then and then and then there's like a trampoline because it flings it and then there's just no trampolines. Make the make the ball no drop. Then it bounces and then it bounces no over the ball. No trampolines. Well, that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> remember Space Taxi? That kind of reminds me of Space Taxi. Were there trampolines in Space Taxi? No, no, but that was a oh. cool game. Remember that? I. Yeah, I remember space trying to taxi. control that. I never really thing. liked that game because I couldn't control the thing. Yeah, the that tax, was, but that was taxi. most. That's what made it kind of interesting. And I'd be crashing I always get to the same stuff. thing. Or what was the other one? Jumpman. Was it Jumpman? Bump what was that jump? one where you were like, where you were like a welder or a riveter, and you ran across, and then these bolts would come down. Ding ding. <laughs> I have. I have no and idea. You'd run up, and there was this guy with oh, crazy uh, hard hat Mac. Hard hat Mac. <laughs> That's right. That was a great. I, I think it was the graphics that were so cool. Maybe. I don't really remember hard hat Mac, other than the name hard hat Mac. That was a great. Well, you remembered it from my description. Well, though. there aren't very many games about construction workers dodging bolts, so <laughs> I, I had a pretty good shot by guessing hard hat Mac. There you go. <laughs> There you go. So, wow, my allergies are killing me. I uh, still have to say that Bruce Lee is probably my favorite game. Yeah. For the Commodore 64. What else do we got? The Green Yamo. Ooh. Um, I don't know. Zombie movie. Let's make a movie. We should film some shit, man. Everybody's making movies and shit. Takes time. Takes what? patience. Yeah. You got to write stuff. Just like that whole research thing you said earlier. You can't just sit down dry and do role playing. You got to do research. You gotta do a movie. You gotta sit down. You gotta write your characters. Yeah. You gotta come up with your dialogue. You gotta come up with your props. You gotta come no. up with your effects. You gotta find your people. Yeah. You gotta make sure your lighting is good. You gotta get your equipment. Yes, there's a lot of work. You can't just sit down and film. Believe me, I've had many. You can let's let's get Adam on the phone. He can vouch for the many years he and I have spent filming stuff, and the excellent footage that we have of just filming stuff. Well, okay, but but <clears throat> that's where you cut your teeth. That's where you where you learned all this stuff. Yeah, and, and so I've now you should be able to just go. All right, well, we need this and this and this and this. Boom, here it is. Let's, there we go. We're ready. Shouldn't take you more than you know a couple minutes. days. No, a couple days. You know, so get what? something. So what are you gonna film? What are you gonna film? Pitch me a scene. Um. Well, I still like the idea of going downtown with the baby carriage. <laughs> All right. Well, that, would, <laughs> that would not take much to film. Well, uh, that okay, just takes you, the balls to go down there and do it. All right. It. You know what? The thing is, I, I think of movies like I think of good books, and maybe that's my downfall because. What's your favorite movie? Well, you've already said it. it's well, Mirazaki. No, I, I'm, I'm going on. I'm going on. <clears throat> let me run here for a second. All right. But I, I tell you, Mirazaki books, movies probably took two years to make. Here's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm thinking of movies like I'm thinking of good books. Now, when I read a good book, you can kind of tell that it wasn't this this person did not sit down like the great the great masters. Now, I don't even have a a, a I can't come up with one the grapes off the of top of my health, my health, my health, my head. Um, but if you read a really you good book, head. okay? They create these characters and the characters have a personality and the, the author usually you, you can tell he has kind of an idea of what he wants to do. But he's kind of playing around. He's like, well, all right, they're going to go here. They're gonna, there's kind of like a big idea of what's going to go on. But then, like, all these little subplots happen. Like, 
And those are just this author sitting there at his computer, like going, oh, "What's gonna happen? Oh, this is gonna happen." Boop, 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 writes it in. Oh, then this can happen. Boop, 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 writes it in. Oh, then this can happen. Boop, 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 boop. Oh, and then uh, uh, oh, and that uh, relates uh, back to this. Boop, 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 boop. Chapter's done. Oh, now the, on the other hand, these other people. So that, that chapter's done, and he never has to go back. No, I'm not saying that. Okay. But to get there, it just it was like just burned <clears throat> it through. And idea. Oh, next idea. Oh, next idea. See, and movies are made. Oh, well, the the typical idea of making a movie is. Well, we have to read the book, then we have to make it into a screenplay, then the actors have to be exactly right, and they have to, you know, act a certain way. No, you, that's, that's yeah, that's you have to be a good actor then, okay? Realism. I like realism. I like, that's why I like books so much, like crazy books that just, where, where you can tell that the author was just like, on this rant. He was just going. Like, all of a sudden, this idea came to him, and he, <clears throat> boom, just wrote, like, all night and wrote, like, 20 so, pages. So, wait a minute. Now, you're comparing a really good book to a cookie-cutter movie. You're comparing... No. That would be like comparing a really good movie to The Da Vinci Code. Now, I've never read The Da Vinci Code, but from the, what the, I hear, the, it's the like... The Da Vinci, the Vinci Code was, was, a, like was a, a fairly pulp. decent book. Yeah. Well, the Da Vinci Code was a like fun book. book. It's pulpy, but you could tell when the guy wrote down, when he <clears> sat down and wrote, he was just like... You think so, or do you think he was like... It's probably like like... Like okay, a, how about like, like a, a Tom Clancy book? He comes ah. out with one of those every six months, right? Yeah. Do you think he like, oh, or do you think he sits down in his office and he's like, okay, I'm going to have a tank and a helicopter and this guy's going to do this and this agent's going to go over yeah. here. And then da, 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 and he writes all this stuff down on maybe like a big whiteboard. Yeah, probably. And then it's all formulaic and then he writes right. all the stuff down. Because, okay? now because that's a cookie he cutter is, movie. he's building a book to be made into a movie. And there, yeah, are, but there are movie books. Yes. But I think you're writing off the majority of movies. I think you're just looking at your Hollywood top ten blockbuster films and saying all movies are terrible because they've all followed the same formula. Well, okay, okay, right. Now let's go back to what you said about Miyazaki. I agree. It takes two years to make a Miyazaki movie. But the premise for that book was a, probably a book, like a, usually a children's book that's maybe – maybe 20 pages long, whatever. But the idea and the moral structure of that book comes through, even with the sparse writing of a children's book. And he takes it and makes it into an art form. And that's that's different, yes. And that, that I can see it takes two years. You don't yes. just sit down and do that, though. Um, but you can fly by the seat of your pants. You can, cut, you can have an idea can. of what sure. you want to do with this, with, with this particular scene. You can say, all right, in this scene, but once you we're, we're kind of going there. Locked down, you can't just be like, oh, no. oh, I want to add. Okay, now maybe now we're getting to the crux of the biscuit here. Why do you have to have your script locked down? Why can't you say we have a couple of really good characters, and we have some really good lighting, and we have a pretty cool scene, and this scene kind of is kind of gonna, you know, we're gonna do this and this, but let's just take it as it goes. It's gonna be like comedy sports almost. Well, that depends take on that the movie scene. that you're right. It depends on the movie you're doing. Robin Williams has done many of those movies. They're like, okay, Robin, the point of okay, this... Okay, but wait, they, wait, then, wait. They, then they Robin, the him. point of the scene is to get from point A to point B. You make up the rest. And as long as you get to point B, we'll consider the scene... Uh, and then they'll do that scene four or five times. Robin Williams will be like... Bah, 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 and then they'll take the most ridiculous cut, and then they'll use that in the movie. But that does happen in movies, sure. But then they usually take that and put <clears> it into something like the RV where it's like, oh, this has to be a family-friendly feature and we're going to we're gonna push him into ways that he really doesn't want to be oh, pushed. Oh, come and, on. He huh? took a paycheck for that. If you're an actor in Hollywood and they're like, hey, I got a shitty Disney movie for you called RV, right. you have to do it. No, he's like, oh, how much are you going to pay me? Oh, $20 million? Yeah. yeah, I'm on yeah. board, baby. I, Hong right, Kong, right. come on, kids. We're going okay, to Grand Canyon. We're going off topic here. I mean, the the, the point Go is, on. yes, he he is the kind of actor that does that. Any and maybe, actor maybe would I'm do living that. in a dream world. But, you know, actors. as far as I'm concerned, as far as I'm concerned, the future of movies is going to be reality. Oh, like reality. That is my like prediction. Survivor. Nostradamus Eric over here with my United States hat on will is saying, I don't know how it's going to work. I'm pretty but sure reality future, shows are dying, though. No, no, not reality shows. Not where there's like a group of people that What's are brought a together movie? and like run through a sieve and and scream. What's so a reality beautiful. movie? A documentary? Fuck, there's not a documentary. No, not Those a are documentary. Like ranked is, out of the is thoroughly movie researched. I'm talking about just just okay. Did you ever read um um Freck and the uh, no 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 the new one the new one uh no no not the new one the old one um it's called I believe it's um. It, it, it's it's a Rudy Rucker book, of course. White Light, perhaps. Uh uh-uh. uh 
Oh, no, no. Saucer Wisdom. Okay. Saucer Wisdom dealt with this guy who had three TVs, and he hooked them up in some sort of a fashion where he had an old video camera, and he was recording static from space, and then he, he played it backwards to another TV that was reflected through another TV or something, and somehow he started um, communicating with aliens. And it turned out the aliens came down, and they picked him up, and they said, hey, we're going to take you into the future because the, the timeline that you live on looks straight, but to us, it looks really curly. So we can travel through time really easily just uh -huh. by jumping those little curls, okay? So we're going to take you uh, progressively further into the future, and you can write down, you can write about, I mean, it was there was a lot of, you know, there was a lot of stuff in between that, but that was sure, the basic sure, premise sure, of the book. Sure. So he starts going <clears throat> into the future with these aliens, and he starts coming back to the present and then writing in this book, okay? Or actually, Rudy Rucker, he starts, inter Rudy Rucker starts interviewing him, and Rudy Rucker starts writing down this book. Because, uh -huh. and he's getting frustrated because it doesn't make any sense, and his wife's getting pissed off at him, and blah blah blah. One of the ideas he brings back from the future on a trip with these aliens is these little dragonfly cameras that they invent. Okay, and these dragonfly cameras they follow everybody everywhere they go, and there's like hit counts on live TV, on live internet, on live media input into the brain. It's a whole nother sense sensory input into our brain that we have in addition to the five that we have it's like this media net boom constant and so these dragonfly cameras are like live all the time and they're following all these people and when when the media net gets a lot of hits from one particular person because that his life is doing this wonderful thing uh -huh. like or you know making life-changing events for the for a large amount of people or whatever you know that that dragonfly gets a lot of hits and then bigger better dragonflies come and follow it and whatever it's kind of like that's kind of like marketing it's kind of like uh you know bars tool bars on right, here, right, whatever right. they're called they're ad bars on here uh -huh. so um and that becomes entertainment for people just watching this person live their life in real time not acting not no script just i'm living my life and i'm doing it right now because what is acting acting is supposedly what really happened somewhere else in, in a wonderful okay. time. So, okay. you're, wait, 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 so wait, I'm you're, talking real time, real life. You're getting, you find somebody that's on the cusp of doing something really cool, and, you, and you're and you there, and you're, you're live you're with him. You're watching that. That's and animated, and I don't know where your point is. That's we're, what I'm talking. That's the future We're all going to be a bunch of voyeurs? Well, pretty much, yeah. Absolutely. That's, that's Absolutely. the future Absolutely. What is What is entertainment? Entertainment is voyeurism. Yes. Star Wars isn't like a thing that actually happened that I can. Okay, but it's still voyeurism. Voyeurism You're is watching like where what I you, watch what my neighbor be cool. and be like, oh, look what my neighbor's doing. Because oh your neighbor's God. boring and stupid. Look okay, what, but you. Look what my neighbor's doing. Wow. I never knew my neighbor did that. And if there would be a movie on That's it? That's what voyeurism is. Uh, you just called is... Joe Sixpack. Why? Because you want to find out what he's thinking about, what he's talking about. Wouldn't it be cool if you could be in his living room, not. not and and ha him having a conversation with his wife, what he really thinks? What he really thinks That's about what's voyeurism. What is entertainment? What is watching a movie? What is what is watching two people in bed? Fantasy. Saying, oh, honey, uh, you have a, a blurry line there, and you are not admitting it to yourself. What's, Pirates what's, of the Caribbean is not voyeurism. That's, that's it's, it's fantasy. A, it's, a, it's a fantasy that you kind of wish was real, that you think, oh, this might have happened somewhere. And no. It's a, it's a wonderful the, what, fantasy. The skeletons running around? I never thought that would have ever happened. Okay, well, then I'm wrong. I don't. I, I I think we have reality send shows. Send us a, send us an email, folks, and uh, like the let Big us know Brother what you show think. That never does any I good. think the future. This is Eric speaking over here. I think the future of entertainment is not reality TV. It's live action people. People. Yes. Wow. Where somehow the the dragonflies that, let's follow. Let's talk about that for a little uh, bit because that just sounds like a very glib future. Why? That's because entertainment. I think a lot of people like to see cars blowing up and. Okay, Spaceships and you know what? You know up. what happens? You know what happens? In real life spy shit with the KGB and all that, car, cars blow up. That's where that comes. That's where people write that shit in. James Bond was probably a. There's people that that was that were. Yeah, but I'm not gonna follow some James, CIA James guy was for. James based on real people. Sure, I'm not gonna follow some CIA. Why? Department. Why? That would be the coolest James, thing ever. Wait, wait, because wait. then you're learning history. You're seeing what's happening. You're you're knowing what's gonna affect your market. What's gonna affect your stock. James Bond is a conglomerate of you're, you're knowing if we're decades go of a CIA agency con, con, uh, boiled down into one guy and then condensed into a two-and-a-half-hour package. I don't have time to sit there and watch a whole agency for two-and-a-half years just to hope that maybe somebody throws a grenade at somebody else. 
I don't think I, I, I now you're now you're taking to the other extreme or I no am, you're not I, taking I, the other extreme. What I'm saying is I'm that I'm making a joke. But what and, and what I said before about the hit counts circumnavigates everything you just said. Oh, I've been because, circumnavigated. Yes, folks. you have. Your your little point you just made there was completely circumnavigated by what I said about the hit counts. Because when a dragonfly is following a, one of the CIA agents that has that is doing something really cool, boop, you're all gonna flip channels over there. Oh, whatever's whatever's going on the most. Whatever, you're right. You know what? You're whatever right. Adrenaline level is highest for okay. for the for let the me, agent me, in the okay. field. Let me let me add to this. Then. It's like what was that movie? Um, <laughs> doesn't matter. Truman Show. Yes. I Armin, know. No. Ar Ar Arnold Schwarzenegger, the uh, totally Running recall. Man. Running Man. It's time to start running. Who would, I think the gladiators. Look at the gladiators. I didn't like that movie. No, not the movie. The okay. real thing. Back up a second. Here is what I think of your idea. Gritty. The nitty gritty. Here's what I think of your idea. Uh, <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, that was me. I think your idea, if the little dragonflies were invented, has merit and could possibly work. <laughs> okay. First of all. There's a contingency. Yes. The dragonflies have to be invented and the hit count well, thing apropos, has to happen. Apropos. But... I think that that would have a YouTube effect. That would replace YouTube. Of course it would. I mean, but YouTube, YouTube is a flash in the pan as far as I'm concerned. YouTube uh, is kind of this whole thing like, oh, user-created content, user-created media. Look at the stuff that's on YouTube. Yes, some of it is very funny in small doses, but the majority of YouTube is just vapid waste of space. Boring shit. Look at this little show on there called The Beer Vlog. What a waste of fucking time that shit is. Okay, but you know what? So the yes, evolution of you YouTube have, is to become live. You would have a very small percentage of your dragonfly it's like hit podcast. The evolution thing. of podcasts is live radio, as very popular. But the majority, the vast majority of the dragonfly people, like I wouldn't get any hits. Nobody wants to see me get in my car, go to my state building, and sit on my computer and move digital stuff from left to right and fix things. Right. Nobody wants to see that. No, nobody does. So I get zero hits. That's because, and you know what? You also don't the write books. The dragonflies would probably you don't like write be books and people don't buy your books. Me. Right. They wouldn't. Nobody they wouldn't wants even come to see there. anybody write a book either. No. That's, oh, you <sighs> see, you don't think the same way I do. No, no. Fuck. You <laughs> don't write books so people don't. Wouldn't read the books that you write because they they wouldn't be. You think a writer's life is like woohoo? They're snorting no, coke no, off no. of That's... women's breasts. Like I'm gonna write a chapter about this shit. And then the CIA commander. Let me have some more cocaine. I, I don't. I'm sorry. I don't mean to. Be, so entertainment. <laughs> oh, I like it. Yes. Uh, I'm a bratwurst for some reason. Gross. Anyways, yes. I don't know. I I forget what I was talking. You about. were talking about the exciting life of a book writer, and I would be curious to hear about uh, the uh, uh, exciting life of a book writer. Well, it's not exciting, but the point is, is that um, what is the point? I don't know. Yeah, book writer's life is not very not very exciting. But well, no, no. Okay, there there was. That's not exactly what I meant to say, and that's that's what I'm saying that you weren't you weren't really listening to me. You're on you're not on the same page as me, um, because the people that write the books are writing about people that are doing interesting things. They're not writing about people that are sitting there moving virtual data around like okay. you. Right. They're writing about the people that that go into the field, that go into Africa, and that, that they're trying to help the people that are that are living in these these crappy conditions. They're they're making the trick trek to uh, they're making tricks in Denmark. Wow. They're 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 making the trek to South South uh, Pole. They're 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 going to the moon. They're 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 uh, whatever you know. They're they're CIA agents. They're they're rock stars. They're they're sure, writing books sure, about sure. interesting people. So those are the people that the dragonflies would follow. The people that are living so much like hand to mouth, like day to day, like on edge, like no time to sit down and think who they are. Even just just live. Uh -huh. Those are the people that the dragonflies would follow, and that the people like you and me that are sitting there moving data, around, okay. boring, writing books, sure, you know, would be, hey, let's tune in tonight and see what, see what our favorite character, our, our favorite human, human, let's sure. see what our favorite human is doing. This is the human that we really admire. 
You know, we this this guy went to school over here, and he's really smart, and he's he's a mathematician. He's he's in, he might be inventing something really cool. Let's check his let's check his live blog, see what's going on. What? Boop, there's his camera. Okay. Oh my God, he's just sitting there. He's masturbating to some porn. <laughs> let's change the channel. Shit. There's, there's another guy that I like to watch once in a while. Uh -huh. So instead of like the digital cable companies coming saying we have 154 channels you can watch football. What is football? Football is live action heroes. It's like watching a movie. But it's live action. What's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? It's the same thing. That's where that's where entertainment is going. Okay, so what I'm hearing is that we that's are the history of entertainment. <laughs> that's the that's the the future of entertainment. Rather than us doing stuff, we're gonna watch other people do stuff. Yep. Real. Well, we already do. do. We already do. Wake up. That was me hitting your head. Wake up. That's all we do. That's what that's what Joe Sixpack does. I like to come home, drink a beer. What did he say? He wants oh, to, we didn't get it on tape. We didn't get it on tape. So what did he no like proof. to do? He likes to go home. You and can drink paraphrase a beer him pretty well. And have dinner on six thirty. At six thirty, I like to think that I do stuff. <laughs> sure, I'm not well, parachuting right, or, or, or jumping. But but jumping we off will shit. still do stuff. But when we want to sit down and be entertained, we're going to be entertained by live people doing cool stuff, not a movie that's been acted out and written and acted and. I budgeted. I, I still disagree. I here's what I don't know. Here's what I think. Reality is more. Here's, is more wait, 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 here's what I think. Reality. Wait. Truth wait, is wait, stranger wait, than wait. fiction. Here's what I see. Reality is more interesting than written. Than here's truth is stranger okay. than fiction. Here's what I see. And, and more in, more interesting. I see it. You never know what's gonna happen. That's why the Japanese Jesus game shows Christ. Are Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> here's what I see happening. I see it becoming a YouTube thing where I'm sitting at work. Somebody sends me a funny YouTube video. I watch it. Ha, ha, ha. That doesn't stop me from going to a movie. Now, I also see your uh, your hang glider guy who's doing some crazy stuff where he's got dynamite on his feet because he's living on the edge. I see him doing that, right? And I send... The <laughs> when will he blow? Exactly. Tune in next week. People would watch that shit. Now, I see somebody sending me that at work and be watching for five minutes. Going, Holy shit, this is fucked up. This is crazy. This is oh, tune in next week. Yeah. Well, it's like a cereal. It's like I Tintin. Tune in five minutes. But that doesn't stop me from going out to a movie. Well, of course not. Well... You said it was going to replace movies. Yes. Because you know what? We are still old school. We liked watching movies. And I've, we, we've talked about this, the evolution of, of human beings. Look at look at the data. Look at the, the cell phones. Look at the texting. Look at the games that they have now. Look at, look at the, the information yeah, yeah. overload. Like I said, we're going to have another. Pretty soon, the human beings are going to have a sixth sense, a sixth input, which is going to be like pure data. There's going to be a data stream that's going to. Movies aren't going to be fast enough. Your head. Movies are not going to be fast. It's like an UV. Uvi. 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 What? Type in UVVY oh, right, on the internet. Right. Yeah. Pretty soon, just sitting there watching a movie is not going to be enough for the kids nowadays. They're going to be like, uh, okay, so this is a bunch of actors acting out a book that was written, you know, who knows how long ago, and this is a set, and even if there's CGI, you know, additions there, it's still all just stuff that's been written and done. I mean, it's all, and it's being played all over the place. I want something <coughs> live. I want something real. I want what's going on now. I want to see, I want to be up to date. I want to be on the cusp of what's going on right now so that I can be... You know, in the current trends, not not watching a movie that was made for you know for tons of profit millions of years or you know millions of, basically millions okay, of years but ago. Okay, you don't think in, now. In, in here's your dragonflies with the guy hang gliding and the dynamite on his feet. You That's don't think good, I like that? That's, <laughs> that? You gotta find a picture of that for this vlog. You don't think this, that uh, the corporate beings would get in there and sell his hit counters? Of course they would. So now you'd be paying a dollar a day to watch the hang glider. Not guy. necessarily because oh, it would be it would be kind of like YouTube driven, where everybody was doing their own thing, and they had their live video camera on them. Hey, you know what? Today I'm gonna go and do this crazy shit. Uh, Check me out. I disagree. I think there's a lot of people. That do things on YouTube that get picked up uh, by people. It's going to be interesting to see how that how that transmission. <clears throat> and, you know what I'm saying with but, transmission? But, but here's not what like, I also see: like when you see like how that differential like works, how that when how you that see your ratio is going to come together. When you see an actor or a comedian doing something on YouTube exclusively for YouTube, it's generally entertaining, it's generally funny or whatever. But they're generally promoting something that they want you to buy. Their latest DVD, come see their latest show, come see them on this, buy my book, whatever. When we did Smash It, did we do that? We're not famous. I'm talking about David Letterman. 
who go on and be like, hey, guys, this is a funny little thing that I did. And make sure you watch my show every night at 10 o'clock. That's what I'm talking about. People aren't going to pay to see us. People don't watch us. Yeah, but what about the people that David Letterman brings on their show? They're promoting shit, too. Everybody's what are they promoting? promoting? They're promoting themselves. They're promoting their movies. They're promoting... Watch David Letterman tomorrow night. You mean the people the that two come guys, on there and, like, juggle flaming turds those guys or whatever? Are, you're right. Those, the, those guys... Now, the main people that come on to his show, the first two guests that he has, they're promoting their latest book, their latest movie, or their latest TV show. I mean, those are actors. The juggling guy they're gonna, they're is gonna just trying to they're get his dinosaurs. 15 minutes of fame. And a lot of comedians have gotten their start off on David Letterman or John Carson by doing that little five-minute block on their show. Okay, and those people are probably a lot more... But that's just like YouTube. Letterman and Carson was the first YouTube for these people. You know what? much smaller venue, though. Who would you rather go out and have a couple of beers with? George Would Bush, you, no, oh, the, the guy that's that the, the guy that comes on one of the one of the actors on David Letterman, or the guy that juggles poop. Well, maybe not juggling poop, but you know <laughs> something, some guy that comes on there and 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 does something really crazy that he's been practicing for years. And he, I mean, this guy's he's probably a smart like like Steve Blair. Like, he's a smart guy, and he's got all kinds of ideas about the way the world works. Which point? And my point is, is that those are the people that oh, all right, if there's some hit counts. They're going to put that up. Hey, this is live TV. I've been practicing this. And he puts little snippets of it here and there up on up on the live TV. And all there's you – know, oh. he, he gains kind of like a, like a an awareness. Right, a following. And finally he gets to the point where he's like, there's a lot of people watching him. He's like, hey, you know what? And I do have some good ideas about the world and blah, blah, blah. And, and I'm going to do these interesting things. And I'm living my life and blah, blah, blah. Just check out my channel once in a while, you know? You don't have to buy into the corporate bullshit because I'm not getting. Well, they'd probably approach him and say, "Well, do you want to get okay, sponsored?" Okay, okay. okay, fine. Then start sponsoring him, but he he then he might have a little bit more of a say in that contract and say, "All right, you know what? You're not going to sell me to the Dish Network where the people have to pay a hundred dollars a month to to get get me packaged into a hundred other cable channels where they don't even need to watch." You know, 24 hours a day of bullshit getting pumped into their head that confuses them so much so that they don't pay attention to the politics of the world. So they vote for some idiot that's going to br- put us to the brink of destruction for a war. Okay. You know? First of all, you that's live in a it, nice little triad right there. It was, yeah. It uh, We live in a capitalistic society. So the guy who is nobody, who has a following and gets picked up, MTV comes along and says, hey, we want to give you a TV show. Uh, we're going to have a little oversight. We want you to write it. We want you to be in it. We, we like what you've done on YouTube. We're going to give you a big fat paycheck, uh, and we're going to put your face up on Times Square. And uh, oh, there's a couple of advertising things we want you to do. Uh, you're going to have to sell some There's going to be a little penguin us. that comes across the screen. Yeah. <laughs> This guy is not going to have. You think this guy's going to have the integrity to be like, no, I am not going to sell out. He's going to shatter the illusions of because integrity. Because I like working 50 hours a week in my plumbing job and getting home, ignoring my wife, ignoring my kids, so I can write these comedy sketches so that I can have a presence on the internet. That's my life. Ignoring my family, writing comedy sketches, and being at work. Oh, no, I'm not going to take your $15 million and quit my plumbing job. That's not how, that's, that's not how America works, my friend. All I can do is uh, look towards the future and see what's going to happen because the this is Eric right here uh, with his with his hat over here and Jeremy with his hat over there. I'm uh-huh. saying that the future of entertainment is live action entertainment, not necessarily reality TV where they screen a bunch <laughs> of people and stick right, them in a right, room. Right. I think we got that point. Okay. Well, that's, that's my – I don't know how many years in the future, but whatever episode this is, it's the live action TV one because – all right, let's talk <laughs> about a different subject for Christ's sake. I mean, I – I, apparently we totally disagree on this, but I—that's I, what I see. And so you got a bunch of hard drives there, eh? We're out of time. Good lord, you're kidding. I'm not. Wow. That's it, man. That was quick. We blew the wad on on reality. On reality. Fucking reality. Reality, man. You I mean, if if you're good at reality, you know, yeah. just if go you with can it. put a Hang Man glider on, on your back and dynamite on, on your, your feet. feet. You have got yourself a live action career. All right, well, let's go back into it for one second here. Okay. Now, see, we're looking at it from the perspective of 2008 and being as old as we are and, and having seen the rise of YouTube and whatnot. So we think of these little reality clips in these little, little short bursts. Of oh oh all right this guy's gonna have a hit. let's watch what happens boom he's gonna blow up oh he blew up <laughs> let's go talk about it at work because we have to go to work well 
and movies are like, oh, two hours, I can just forget <clears throat> about who I am, and it's entertainment, and it's I don't have to think about it. But every time I watch a movie, you know what I think about a lot? And this I got this from Carl. Carl's always like, we'll be watching a movie, be like, can you imagine where the cameraman is right there? Like, we're watching a nature documentary. He's like, where's the cameraman right now? Well, I How wonder, did he get I there? wonder that, he, too. He must have got there, you know, way in advance. He must have been, and then they do this documentary about the about the nature guys who sit there for months to get the one shot sure. of the of the owl flying across the moon. You know? Right. And it's like Jesus Christ. Well, you just proved my point about you can't just make a movie. You have there's a lot of setup and prep work and planning, and you got to be committed to do it. Okay, but you know what? Just like the guy who's why trying do to get I, the why owl do you, footage. What do you like to watch? What do you, I mean? Do you, those nature shows are goddamn fantastic. I watch those. They're not I my favorite them. thing, but there's 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 been some like uh. uh the Blue Planet or Planet Earth, those are all HD, and they they spent like five years filming these crazy things, and they got footage that has never been seen before of uh, of aquatic life and of even jungle. I didn't life. like the I didn't like the way it was presented though. I hated it. Really? Did you watch it? Yeah, I have oh. it. Carrie bought it for me on DVD, the full set. Oh yeah. What? Yep. What did you like about it? I didn't like the way it was presented. How was it, was, it presented? It was it was it was choppy. It was the guy that was that was narrating was kind of he was dumb. As far as I'm concerned, he didn't talk about what was important that was, uh, in the scene. Pierce Brosnan, man. He was, I, James he Bond. was like, "Oh, and here's a wonderful scene of the planes at night, and the planes are, it's dark, and the moon okay. is bright." So you didn't like that one? And, no, no. I, I mean, yes, the cinematography was wonderful. Right. They spent years trying to get that cinematography. Yes, yes maybe they wrecked it with Pierce Brosnan. They did. Stupid they shit. did. And and the cutting. The, but the, you way, know what? the, they the probably... shit that ended up on the cutting board floor. I, I would I would just watch, I would watch the but like like more of it like, you didn't like wow the, you I want like to pull out pull it back even further I want to see all of it well, but they wanted to make it little perfect snippets just like YouTube oh little perfect snippets no what happened after the the, the, the video stopped and they all started laughing and say oh my god I can't believe we did this again let's do it again let's let's try it again and make a mistake on it you know the live shit like a full I want the full spectrum I don't want little snippets that are perfect because life is not perfect well, you know. That, and, and that's maybe that's but my, that's what a movie is. A movie is perfect. It's a perfect little snippet, and that's that's. that's I, I'm no, and you know what? That's what that's what the powers that be, the government wants us to believe that that the American. Oh Jesus! That we. I don't think be, we have enough time to get into that. This economy should be perfect, and it should go up and up and up forever. But you know what? It's not. And the human beings books are, are not perfect, perfect though too. Of course they are. Yes, and that's the beauty of them too. Because so you're you, like, oh, it, that's it uses your imagination to think a little. You don't bit get further. the behind the scenes though of the author is like, fuck, I can't think of the next chapter. I can't think of what to do yeah, next. Yeah, sure, absolutely. You don't get that. What? You don't get that. Okay, but you, you just said you really enjoy books. Yes, I do. Yes, but those are books when they're finally published. That's a perfect representation of no. that world. No, it's not. No. Mm-mm. There's nothing that happened in that book that the author did not intend to happen. Or okay, go and back you know and be like, wow, and you know what? That's I'm awesome. not completely railing against movies, which is what you might think I'm doing right here. Because I like watching movies. And you I've talked about railing, watching movies. You started railing against how perfect these shows are. And life is not perfect, so I don't want to see perfect stuff. Okay, so what? But how many times TV we've shows? done we've done 30 podcasts? How many times have I said I have I have I have lots of movies that I love to watch. I love movies. I'm just saying that the future of entertainment, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, is changing, okay? And there's no doubt about Look at Look at entertainment 10 years ago, 20 years ago. There was no YouTube. There was no little... Sn- if, if, you if I would have said 20 years ago, you know what? You're going to sit on your computer and you're going to watch little clips of, of um, some people in their house filming something stupid that they did, okay? And and you're going you're gonna to watch it and send it around. Right. I would not have believed you. Huh? I would not have believed you. Right. Right. So... If I say in 20 years we're going to be watching live action reality, and that's going to become that's going to kind of metamorphosize I don't dis- into what our entertainment and our industry is is going to be, and how that's going to work because the marketing is governing that. The marketing, the money making guys, the the the, the Hollywood big players. You are, freak me out when that. you stand up like that. The the big Hollywood players know that, and they're and they got their finger and their thumb like this, and they're and they're controlling that flow like a dam. And they're saying, you know what? This is the future. They played around with a little bit with that reality TV, but they want to make the most money off of this. So they're they're saying, oh, we have to we have to retard this. We okay. have to retard the flow. I'm gonna do what I. All do All right, best. let's let's end it. I'm this is good. Do, it's wait, been wait, a good podcast. I'm do what I do best and say, where are you getting your facts from? 
Or out of my head. I'm making it up. I'm making it up out okay. of out of who I am and and the knowledge that I've gained from from what I read, what I see, what I hear, what I know, and using my brain to put it all together and to fundamentally interconnect it all. So you're pulling out of your ass. I'm fundamentally interconnecting the information that I pull from the from the greater. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, good night, folks. This has been the fundamental interconnectedness of all things. My name is Jeremy. I'm Joe. Well, why don't we call him? Why don't you call him on the phone? Joe Sixpack? Yeah, just dial him up. Maybe just we, a random number. Just maybe we can get him. I got a cell phone. Here, I'll, here, I'll, I'll go around the board while you while you call Joe Sixpack. Maybe we can get him on the podcast and kind of vet this whole thing out.